Oil prices falling today. We did get the EIA inventory report still remaining near multi-year highs. To discuss the outlook for the energy sector, let's bring in our expert panel. And with us, Rohan Reddy, research analyst over at Global X ETFs, and Ellen Wald, author, Saudi Inc., President Transversal Consulting. Thank you both for being with us. So, Ellen, I'll start with you, right? We've seen oil hovering above $82 the barrel. We've gotten the forecast on what OPEC Plus plans to do and what they don't plan to do. Um, they're trying to pump out just the right amount, right? They, they, uh, you tell me, what should we expect going forward? Well, I think that right now we can expect to see oil prices really maintaining in in the same range that we've seen them. We've seen a bit of of up and down between, say, for WTI, you know, the $81, maybe as high as $84. Um, it's possible we could see some higher prices depending on, on how things uh, turn out for the remainder of this year. I do think that looking, for, looking ahead to 2022, um, a, a lot does depend a bit on uh, jet fuel demand because right now we seem to be at about uh, pre-pandemic levels in terms of global oil demand of 100 million uh, barrels a day of, of consumption, yet jet fuel uh, travel and demand is still lagging. So if jet fuel demand really picks up, then we could definitely see um, some higher prices owing to, to higher demand. But uh, OPEC does believe that come uh, 2022, we're going to see some inventory building uh, amongst crude oil stocks, and that could uh, put some downward pressure uh, a little bit on prices. Right. And I had been talking about that earlier, the fact that we could see that sort of drop off or downward pressure later into next year. But in the meantime, Rohan, I, I think you agree with Ellen that you could see some higher prices. In fact, Rohan, you were talking about some of the other drivers um, from China who was something that you had. Global travel would be back. Things like that. The infrastructure bill. Tell me, explain that, Rohan. Those are some great points. I certainly think oil prices could drive up a little bit higher from here because global mobility is up a ton right now. I mean, as you mentioned, Nicole, uh, we're seeing the consumer get back to normal here. And right now, if we saw the inflation numbers that came out today, uh, it clearly looks like mobility is back to close to levels where it was pre-pandemic at least. So, you know, if you start to see more and more demand for oil and we see that renewables have not really been able to make up that shortfall, uh, it certainly builds the case that oil prices could move up from here. Right now, it's in the low $80 range on WTI. But considering that U.S. oil production has been relatively low, right around 11 and a half million barrels, uh, inventories haven't been, you know, rising at a rapid pace from here. Uh, and then we're also seeing kind of constructive policies from OPEC. Uh, last week, we just saw they kept uh, their policies in place for only a 400,000 barrel increase uh, per month or so. Um, I think right now that builds the case that you could see $90 oil prices in the near term. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, it does make some sense. Um, Ellen, tell me more about, you're fully immersed in oil. I mean, we see your book in the background. I'm glad you have it up there. Uh, this has been what you've followed so closely. And consumers, when they go to the pump, right, there's no doubt we saw gasoline at new highs and energy oil per barrel at new highs. What is the Biden administration, without getting into politics, I'm not interested in politics, but as consumer and what's going to happen, what can, we can expect? Um, you tell me what's going right and what maybe should they be considering that might be better for the United States? 
Well, for sure, we're seeing higher prices for consumers uh, across the board. Gasoline prices, uh, other energy prices as well are definitely rising. And that's a, a particular concern right now because we're seeing a lot of inflation in a lot of areas. And so when people have to pay more for food and for consumer goods right. and for housing, and for gasoline and for energy, uh, it, it can all really become uh, somewhat of an issue. And we are seeing the Biden administration respond to this. Uh, so far, they've directed a lot of their um, ire or concern at OPEC in particular, though uh, OPEC is certainly not solely responsible for the rise in, in prices. We are seeing a lot of demand, very strong demand. And uh, as Ron mentioned, U.S. production is not really increasing at the rate that one would have expected it to in uh, previous situations, given the high prices. And so, you know, take, taking all that together, we are seeing higher prices for consumers. Uh, I know that the Biden administration is considering a, a release right. from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. I'm not convinced that that's really going to have much of an impact beyond, um, you know, in the, other than a very short-term effect on the market, because really we're not short on gasoline. Uh, you know, stocks are, are not quite as high as we've seen, but they're certainly not uh, particularly low when you compare it to uh, gasoline stocks for the past several years. Same with diesel. So uh, it is it is quite a difficult situation that they are in. Uh, I know they uh, there are some uh, Democrats who are pushing to uh, put a ban on oil exports. I, I don't think that would be a very effective measure uh, to decrease prices either. Okay. Rohan, tell me about, I know you follow the different groups of stocks, right? Everybody loves oil because, at least in part, they're dividend payers. You get paid to wait before the stock maybe goes up. And energy has been a great performer for our shareholders for 2021. You were focusing on the pipeline stocks. Are there certain names or groups of stocks within the energy play that you find more attractive, Rohan? Yeah, this year, if you were in the exploration and production stocks, those have been outperforming the most just because of their leverage to the price of oil. But that trade is sort of, it feels like at least run its course or doesn't have as much upside just because, you know, the XOP is up around 90% this year. Pipeline stocks look a little bit more attractive because the one area that's got some room to run right now is U.S. oil production. We spoke earlier about how uh, it's only about 11 and a half million barrels a day, which is still well below the 13 million barrel a day peak um, before the pandemic hit. And right now, it's sort of an interesting dynamic because investors are telling these companies, uh, we don't want you to drill for more oil. We'd rather have you stand right. pat. Uh, and we're going to reward your share prices from here. If that dynamic starts changing, which I think it will, uh, if oil prices are above the $75 level for a sustained period of time, you could start seeing more and more rigs being deployed, uh, more production start to hit the market. And then that's going to raise yeah. pipeline demand and ultimately raise their revenues. So for income yeah. investors who okay. want those dividends, uh, this looks pretty attractive right now. Got it. Rohan Reddy, Global X ETFs, Ellen Wall, Transversal Consulting. Thank you both very much.